Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of the Cut the Cameras podcast. I'm your host, Will, otherwise known as Will's Camera, and I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I am a little bit nervous because it is just me alone speaking for who knows how long, and there's no one here to stop me. So I thought I would ease into it a bit and just talk about a subject that I know lots about, which is myself. We're talking about myself. I wanted to actually come and tell you guys kind of my full story and allow you guys to really get to know me, which will hopefully provide you with like the proper context for all of the coming podcast episodes. But before we get into it, on this podcast, before each episode, I'm going to go and say one high moment and one low moment from my week. So to kick off, this week's high moment was I'm making a lot of progress on my university applications, um, which is really rewarding. I've chosen all my schools, which is a long process, written essays, and now I'm filling out actual applications and questionnaires from the universities, and I submit my first one tomorrow. All super great. I'm going to talk a bit more about it later. But the low of my week is that it's freaking exhausting. Like, it is (laughs) so tasking, and it requires a lot of, like, time, and then a lot of brain power to answer the questions meaningfully and make sure that I am not submitting anything that is like half-assed. So yeah, that's just my high and low and that's something I'll do every episode with or without guests. Um, So basic information, if you don't know me at all, I'll give a brief overview. My name is Will. I am 17 years old and 18 in December, quite soon. I'm currently in my last year of high school or my senior year and I'm looking to study in both Europe or the U.S. to study uh, communications and digital media for university. I've had quite a lengthy social media journey, and it has definitely evolved and grown since I started. Um, I started this podcast because in some ways I am feeling a bit lost with the direction that I want my content to go in on YouTube, which is kind of my main platform uh, for the past couple of years. I'm just taking a moment to kind of sort out my priorities and think about if I want like quantity over quality, quality over quantity, just travel vlogs, sorting it all out. Um, So this will now forever be part of my social media journey, which I'm really excited about. In fifth or sixth grade, early sixth grade, I started on the app Musical.ly, which is now known as TikTok. But for those of you who weren't on Musical.ly, it was a very different app um, and had a very different environment. I feel like it was still kind of in an era of social media before it was used as often and as um, commonly as now, I guess. And so I used to make green screen type like edits videos. I was in this little group of people who would make these videos with all these effects and use the hashtag edits with a Z. And yeah, I gained some followers on there, um, but nothing too substantial. Every once in a while, like every couple of months, I'll get a YouTube comment that says like, weren't you that kid from Musical.ly? And I will leave it alone because <laughs> because if any of you guys have been around that long, you know that that was definitely not my social media peak. Then I created an audio account on TikTok, which was called Sassy Sound, believe it or not. Um, really outing myself here with the cringy content but that account gained almost 300,000 followers on TikTok but it wasn't actually my face or my presence I kept that mostly hidden 
then I, I wanted to create my own presence. So I switched over to Instagram and YouTube and I actually deleted Musical.ly along with all those followers work. And that is when I started making YouTube videos five freaking years ago, if you would believe that. I also had a presence on other platforms, but nothing that was too significant that I feel needs mentioning here. That was kind of my main journey. Now the majority of my public presence consists on YouTube and Instagram, as well as now this podcast, which is super exciting. The next section is moving. I have had quite an interesting um, experience with moving because I was born in the city of Chicago, which is where my family's from, um, but I was only there till I was three years old. So then we moved to northern Colorado, where I stayed for 10 years, yeah, until I was 13 years old. Um, I lived in a small town in northern Colorado, which there's not much to say about it. There's definitely nice people. There's mountains, which are pretty, and a small old town, which is quite nice. But um, I really didn't have a great experience there, um, just because the people are also similar. And I went to public school, a huge public school, American public school with kids from very similar backgrounds. I was going to say not much diversity, but I think it's safer to say not any diversity. And yeah, I just any, any minor difference um, or quirk, I guess, stood out like a sore thumb. And I just, I had a very rough middle school experience. And then, drumroll please, in summer of 2019, my family and I moved to Germany. Southern Germany, which, like, I didn't know anything about. When my parents told me that we were moving to Germany, I I reacted so poorly, I because I didn't have any understanding of the world, geography, cultures, whatever, whatever. I hadn't heard of international schools. I didn't understand what my experience would be like. And um, I was really scared. I was really nervous. Um, and I didn't want to go at first. But it ended up being the best thing that's ever happened to me. Again, if you guys have followed me on YouTube, you know how ingrained Germany and all my friends and experiences there are in my heart. And um, how much I miss it every single day. How much I enjoyed my time. Um, and it was really cool watching myself grow so much after feeling like I hadn't really in that bubble of northern Colorado. It really did shift everything in my life, like my mindset and belief system, um, my like physical appearance, fashion sense, um, my friendships and my interests. Seriously, it was like I was so lucky to move at such a formative time um, because it just it had such a strong, noticeable impact on me. Uh, which I think you can see through my content and the progression of it. As I said, I went to an English-speaking international school, despite you know being in southern Germany, to go from northern Colorado, where I said that there wasn't any diversity and everyone you know looked like I did and came from very similar backgrounds, to a place where there were, I think, 200 kids in my school and probably 50, 60, 70 nationalities. Um, people had lived in like 15 countries and they were 17 years old, if not more. Like it, it was crazy. And everyone came to this school with the understanding and idea that everyone's going to be different right off the bat. So any little quirk or anything that maybe would have stood out about me in Colorado 
was so nonchalant and not even noticeable. And there wasn't really room for people to point out any flaws or insecurities because everyone already is just so diverse and different. So I really resonated with that type of an environment and I made friends really quickly. It was just such a great transition and I am really grateful it went that way. I lived in an apartment right on a river that ran through the city center and my apartment complex was on a little island that was like detached from the busy road. So it was, again, just ideal and beautiful. We had a view of this cathedral, which is actually the tallest cathedral in Europe. Kind of crazy. And yeah, all of it was so surreal, so lovely, so incredible. And then in January of this year, late January, I moved here to the Netherlands where I'm recording this episode. The move to the Netherlands did not go as smoothly or flawlessly as my one to Germany did. I did struggle a bit at first because here I go to a much larger school and um, that just makes it, I guess, harder to feel integrated right off the bat. But now that I've been here about nine months, I feel that I've planted my roots a bit more. Um, And I'm in South Holland, which is quite a cool area. I'm right next to a lot of cool cities, and um, I do like my location. I live quite close to Amsterdam, which has been really nice to live in kind of a tourist um, destination because I've had a lot of visitors from the States or Germany or other countries come stay in Amsterdam and I can come and see them, which has been something that I didn't necessarily have in southern Germany. In a lot of ways, this moving process has is kind of the most significant thing about me because it has affected my mindset and personality. So I guess I usually look to that as explanations for a lot of the things that make me who I am. And you guys can expect to hear a lot of episodes surrounding potentially culture shocks or my experiences living abroad or having guests on that also live abroad um, because it's something I can talk about for hours and hours and hours on end. The next section I have in my notes is called On My Mind Recently um, because I feel like one of the best ways that you can get to know someone is just by like hearing their goals or their interests. So here we go. The first one has been a goal of mine all of 2022 that I feel like I've done quite well on, and it is um, veganism, sustainable habits, and my eco and carbon footprint. This has been, like I said, a huge focus of mine. I was a vegetarian, I became vegetarian in February 2021. And then I transitioned to veganism in April 2022. And I find that after um, incorporating sustainable habits, whatever they are, into your life, you feel much more like inclined to go and research the effect that your actions have before you incorporate those habits, if you know what I mean. So recently, I've been just kind of diving deep down the veganism rabbit hole, which has helped me stay um, motivated and feel good about my choices. Um, the next thing is the show, uh, which is spelled um, U-N-H-H-H-H-H with Trixie Mattel and Katya Tsamolochkova. This has been, this has been a lot. This has kind of consumed my entire life because I did not know who Katya and I barely knew who Trixie was until June this year. Um, 
I, I had no interest in drag. I never had watched it. Um, for those of you who don't know who they are, they're, they're two drag queens and they are the funniest people on this planet um, and so lovable. And I saw a clip on Instagram reels of their YouTube show called, uh, <laughs> there's, there's no way to say that without sounding strange. And oh my God, ever since, I swear, every episode of, uh, every episode of the Bald and the Beautiful podcast, every episode of Queens Who Like to Watch on Netflix, um, their Drag Race seasons, Trixie Mattel's documentary, which I watched last night, Sobs. I bought tickets to their live show in November. I'd say it's getting out of hand, but I'm so happy that it is. I'm so happy that it is. So that's always in my mind. Oh my, all day. On a heavier note, the next thing I have is existentialism and spiritual awakening, like podcasts or videos. Um, I don't mean this in kind of a dark, nothing matters type way. I just find it really interesting. And I think it's really benefited my outlook and my mindset. The first exposure I had to kind of these ideas, um, or I guess the first time I resonated with them was about a year ago. And ever since, it's been a good reference point whenever I'm feeling maybe like lost or hopeless or um, really stressed um, or burnt out or just over it. Because it's like, I think you're, we're so in it. Like... <laughs> When you think about our lives, we're so in it, we're experiencing it always that um, I think we rarely take time to like zoom out and view not only our lives, but our communities and then our like regions, our countries and the planet and life itself from a, I'd say third person, but not even person, just like a, like an exterior perspective, if that makes sense. Um, and it kind of does help to like reshape the hierarchy of what matters in my head. So I've been into that. I think I'll always be into that. And I think that if you listen to the right people um, and the right podcasts or videos, then it can actually be kind of a productive mindset. Um, and I only get stressed out about it every once in a while. I'm going to cancel that one out by saying um, casual magic and simple joys, which I think I talked quite a bit about in um, my old podcast with Carmen. This is an idea that was kind of brought to our minds by Unjaded Jade, who is super cool. I love Jade. She's one of the sweetest people I know. Golden, radiant person. Her energy is so um, refreshing because she has this idea of casual magic uh, which is essentially, we can't rely on like big significant events to be our source of that magical feeling and like excitement. Not every day is going to be the day you win a Nobel Peace Prize or your wedding day or the day that you win the lottery. Like it's, it's not stuff like that. It's like the way that the sun comes through the window and it creates like a rainbow on your floor or or the feeling of putting your head down on your pillow after a very long day and just like finally being able to relax it sounds kind of strange but like my casual magic this morning was my neighbors have this big chimney and it was like one of those colder crispier autumn mornings and their the smoke from their chimney and the steam was coming out of the top of it and it was so beautiful because the sunlight was hitting it i loved it and yeah, I try and keep this in my mind all of the time because I really have found that focusing on these little things and appreciating them t 
to their full extent just allows for better days, happier times, and a more down-to-earth mindset. Film photography and Wes Anderson films. I don't, I mean, I guess I grouped these together because they're both like media, but I bought my first point-and-shoot film camera in June for New York, and I love it. It's bad because I used to buy Kodak disposable cameras, um, which are super great and super easy to take out. But first of all, it's it's quite wasteful at the end of it just to throw the whole thing out. Um, but also, it it obviously doesn't have the same quality as a you know point and shoot camera. So on the film roll, there's thirty six exposures, thirty six photos, and I will go until like the first twenty eight thirty and take my time, take photos that are beautiful. But then I get so impatient, and I'm so excited to see the end result that I just take photos of whatever. Like literally the last one, I took like seven mirror selfies. And guess how many of them turned out? Zero, because mirror selfies don't work with a film camera on flash in the middle of the night. So I gotta work on pacing myself a bit more. And then I've recently discovered Wes Anderson, which as someone who is as interested in um, film and media as I am, is a bit embarrassing to say because of how well-known he is and how genius and brilliant he is. But yeah, I've just been really into his work recently and have been watching many Wes Anderson films. Also, this one may catch you guys off guard, um, reading. I've been into reading for the first time in my entire life, and it was sparked by I'm taking AP Literature and Composition this year, which um, obviously requires a lot of reading. And the first book that we read was called Fight Night by Miriam Toes, Toes, and I think it's quite recent. I think it was published over the summer. It was so good. I really did enjoy it. Um, it's about these three well, two women and a girl, and, you know, it's a grandma, a mom, and a daughter, and I just really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed that it was written from this girl's perspective and first person, and, um, yeah, then I read Call Me By Your Name, which had some weird bits, but overall, by the last, you know, chapter, sobbing, um, yeah, sobbing. And now I'm reading Find Me by the same author as, um, Call Me By Your Name, Colleen Hoover, It Ends With Us, and Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin, which I just finished. So yeah, I really enjoy it, and I hope that another byproduct will be that my English vocabulary becomes a bit more advanced and well-structured, because um, I'm not always the best at putting my thoughts into words, and starting a podcast definitely requires that skill. Um, I find that it's quite hard just to talk about yourself because, I mean, I know myself so well. I've lived with myself for almost 18 years, so I don't know what people are wondering. So I went to my personal Instagram, um, Will's Camera, because I haven't yet announced this podcast, and I asked just for some interview-style questions about myself, and you guys came through, so I'm going to answer a few of them. One says, what is something most people don't know about you? So most people online, at least, don't know that I'm colorblind. When I tell people this, I get all sorts of reactions, either like, oh, okay. Or I had one girl, I told her recently, and she like held my hand. It was like, like <laughs> emotional. Like, I am so sorry. I don't know if, I try and specify, I don't see in black and white. I just, but I don't, I, I'm quite badly colorblind. My mom's colorblind, my brother's colorblind, my grandpa's colorblind. 
Um, I just have a hard time distinguishing between colors and there's some that are harder than others. But a lot of people in my um, like real life, I guess, uh, definitely know that because it comes up a lot in my classes when I have to either analyze a map with a key or do an art or photography assignment, um, all those things. Favorite films or TV shows? Ooh, I actually have, I've been keeping track of them in my Notion. Um, that's another thing about me, avid Notion user. If you don't know what Notion is, find out. It is where I plan and organize my entire life, and this podcast is all planned on Notion. Um, not sponsored, wish it was. And I actually, I'll link my affiliate link in the description. Why not? I'll talk more about it probably in future episodes, but if you guys are looking for some ways to plan and organize your life, click that link. Anyway, my favorite film at the moment for the past couple of months has been Can You Ever Forgive Me? starring Melissa McCarthy. And if you know who she is, genius actress. Oh my gosh, she's hilarious. But in this film, she is just as heartbreaking in her, I guess, sadder character as she is funny in her comedy characters because... It's so beautifully done. It's set in Manhattan in like late 1900s. And she plays a writer named Lee Israel based on a true story who forged letters from famous writers to pay her bills. And it, you know, covers insecurity and drug abuse and all this stuff. Really, really, really well done. Beautiful cinematography. I love Grand Budapest Hotel, House of Gucci, Hidden Figures, Ocean's 8. The Devil Wears Prada is such a good one. Call Me By Your Name, of course. And Pretty Woman. All the stuff. All the, all the ones. All them. <laughs> all them. What's your favorite movie? All of them. This one says, as an influencer, do you ever feel pressured by trends, etc.? Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, I think the content that I want to make really differs from, like, mainstream stuff. I, I'm... YouTube for me isn't really like, I don't view it as much as a social media platform. Like, okay, I guess the best way to say it is I am not an influencer. I'm not trying to use it for business and brand deals and trends. Um, I'm trying to use it as a creative outlet. And that's kind of what I feel I've done, especially in the past year. I've really shifted to content that interests me because I think it shines through more like the passion and the excitement that I have for the content that I make. I would rather have less recognition for something I really care about than a ton of recognition for something I like I'm not the most proud of. That being said, sometimes when seeing other YouTubers my age or from my situation or even friends sometimes, um, you know, get a lot of views, likes, subscribers, whatever it is, um, just a lot of recognition for um, more mainstream trend-based content, I I do feel pressured just to like, oh, but what if I grow my following with trends? Um, and then I shift to content that I like. But then that's not great because you've built a fan base of people who want one thing and then you shift to another. So I am in it for the long run. Um, I think it's something I'll do for a while. But yeah, to answer your question, yes, every once in a while. Where do I hope to live in the future? Oh my gosh, where don't I hope to live in the future? Um, anywhere where I'm legal, <laughs> like, uh, if you know, you know, this actually will feed into the next question I want to answer, but my family and I are close to getting EU citizenship. We are working on it. Um, when that happens, if that happens, you will hear a lot about it and it will be a big, big deal. 
Um, so I really, I would love to live in Germany again. That's a big one. I want to live in Germany. If one day I like hit it really big, um, I'm going to buy <laughs> the apartment I lived in, in Southern Germany that I was talking about earlier. Like that, that's when I know I made it, when I can afford that little island apartment. But I just, I want to be on the go. I am not um, married to the idea of like settling down somewhere. I, I'm not into that, at least now. Um, and I hope that that doesn't change because I just want to keep on going and going and going and exploring new places. So yeah, where don't I want to live? Will you be attending uni in Europe? So as I said at the start of this episode, I am looking into universities in the US and Europe, but in the US, I think all of them but one are in New York City. Um, and I'm applying to one in New York City tomorrow. Super exciting. Um, but the rest are in Europe. And I am looking into universities in Sweden, Germany, the Netherlands, Czech Republic, Spain, the UK, and Ireland. Even though it's in the UK. I meant, I meant England and Ireland. Is that it? <laughs> oh, and France. Um, yeah, I am so freaking excited. Like, the, my, I'm lucky enough that the list of universities that I have now are definitely not, like, um, big names, super well-known, but they are all very international. They all have um, really nice communication and media programs, and I have visited quite a few of them, or I have friends attending them, and I am just so happy looking at this list. It, like, gives me goosebumps. Um because I'm just going to be happy wherever I go, which I'm very lucky to say. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's about a like 50-50 chance. What is something this past year has taught you? Huh. There's a lot of different ways I can answer this question. Maybe, maybe patience. Um, I, I've learned a lot about myself this year and how I handle situations. I've had, I kind of had a lot of ideas about how I would handle the change with moving to the Netherlands like I, I really had no worries um considering how well it went in Germany but I think it was kind of a reality check when I didn't enjoy it for a while at first where I was like I saw how I handled it and I it, it I saw how it affected other parts of my life and I just I guess there was some moments of realization there but the other thing I was gonna say is um this whole Trixie Katia drag thing has taught me a lot, has really taught me a lot, because this might be so random. You guys listening might be like, how how did you segue this? And let me tell you, if there is always a way for me to segue a topic into Trixie and Katya, and this one is um, opening my mind a little more. I was very reluctant to get into kind of uh, that type of ex like um, entertainment and expression just because of my own stuff. And I think that this year the past couple of months I've really just allowed myself to like what I like and it's gained it's given me some more internal confidence um that I thought that I already had so it was kind of cool to explore myself a little further if that makes sense I think I'm gonna do two more questions um so let's find one uh, this one says a YouTube milestone that you're proud of I might reinterpret this question but I mean I I'm currently at 19,500 followers or something, uh, or subscribers, which I just, I remember I have a video, like, thank you for 5,000. And I was like, so impressed by that a year or two ago. Um, 
10,000 was a big one. Like 10,000 for me was really when I was like, that's so many people. That's so, so many people. And then now putting that in perspective and thinking I've almost doubled that number, like it really is an <laughs> almost scary amount of people because for me, like I, I have all this time to get used to whatever following I have. Like, like from the time I hit 10,000, it wasn't like, a huge jump where I could actually recognize the progression of that number. It was very gradual. So if I just, if I look at it at what it is, which is almost 20,000 people. And I think about the fact that like that many people are interested in what I'm doing, or even like if I see a video of mine that has however many thousand views, a couple thousand views. And I think I would be anxious if like three people were in here watching what I was doing, let alone 10, let alone 20, let alone 3000. Like <laughs> it's it's funny because like I will I'll be very concerned in real life or be self-conscious about something that I do in front of one person but I'm fine uploading just like the most busted like ratchet <laughs> clip to YouTube where you know 10,000 people see that video and I'm like whatever um day in the life so yeah it's more so just like the the progression and how that number keeps growing and everything keeps climbing and my videos keep improving just taking a second to like look at how it progresses and think about how it's going to continue to progress okay one more who i like who inspires you this is a good one to end on um i pull my inspiration from a lot of people um and i'm just going to give a few examples of people recently because I don't have enough time to go into everyone. In terms of like other content creators, Damon Dominique has always been someone who inspires me. Damon Dominique is an American who lives in Paris, travels a lot, kind of kind of how I aspire to be in the future because I I do see quite a few similarities, which is quite a compliment to give myself. But he's given me the confidence with, you know, exploring different styles of content as well as just like his attitude towards a lot of maybe more taboo topics. I don't know if that's the right word, but he has this really like realistic mindset and he kind of, he, I don't know, he just, he has this way of taking something that is maybe ingrained to our minds in a society and just kind of like breaking them down to what they truly are and then reacting to them accordingly. And he's just a really good influence. I think he's, he's, the idea of an influencer. He doesn't act like an influencer, but he actually does have a genuine influence. Said it before and I'll say it again, Trixie and Katya, but we can move on. Uh, Best Dressed is another creator. I know that she is off of YouTube and has been for a while and she definitely inspired me on YouTube, but even through her Instagram content and stuff I see on other people's social medias that she's friends with, she's just, she has that energy, she has that creativity, she has that lens, that creative lens. I have a lot of friends that inspire me. Um, recently, my friend Ines from Germany has really, really just, she's always been an inspiration. She, without knowing it, just one of the most incredible people ever. I could keep going, I could keep going, but those are just a few examples. Oh my gosh, guys, okay, that was episode one. Crazy. Um, 
I hope I did well. If you enjoyed it, you can be one of the first people to leave a review. It would mean a lot to me, especially just kicking this podcast off. I think this is going to become a lot more natural for me and I can maybe have a bit more um, personality in the future, but I am so excited. I'm so, so, so excited for this podcast and I have so much planned. Stay tuned for episodes every single Wednesday, as well as you can keep up with the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. They're linked below. Uh, Instagram is cutthecameras.podcast and Twitter is ctc underscore pod. And this is a podcast where you can expect lots of special guests. Um, Maybe some people you know online, maybe some other creators, maybe some personal friends of mine, but get excited for some episodes with guests in the near future. Thank you so much for listening if you made it all the way here. And with that, I will see you guys on Wednesday. Bye.